0: I know you gonna dig this. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Come on, that's right. oh, this is Drake. This is tiger young money's on. It's your boy West Khalifa, Man. This is Big, Big Shine. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. This is Jay-Z, yeah. the hottest DJ, mixing the beats, beats. Beats, beats, beats. Swanky 94.6 the heat. With your host, Kennedy Lee. We shutting it down in the studio. <laughs> Mixing, 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 mixing the piece. The Heat, 94.6 Radio Station. Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Check, check this out, it's DJ Khaled. This is Post Malone. Y- y- yes, that little Chico Pitbull. You're in the mix with. This is the KOP aftermath, right here. So keep it locked. Download now from your app store. You are now tuned into to Atlanta's hottest radio show. KLB Aftermath. We shut it down in the studio. Yo. You're you, you rocking with the bad. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is a big shine. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The heat 94.6 E Radio Station. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP FMF Season 4. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Of course, we've got uh, T and Monica. I was about to call y'all Tonica. Uh, try to merge our names together. Of course, we got T and Monica up in the building today, and we've got another exciting podcast for you guys today. It's exciting because it's a Thursday. Happy October 6th. Of course, we've got a lot of things we got to talk about here on today's show. I'm quite excited uh, for sure, because there's a lot of things that, you know, we need to talk about, obviously, for today. And I owe you guys an apology because I was supposed to give you guys uh, the Heat uh, broadcast show last night. I couldn't be. I wasn't able to give you all that last night because we were actually in the studio. We're working on a new project. So, of course, we've got it. We have quite a few projects coming out in the works, guys, uh, when it comes down to our distribution and getting things out there to major uh, networks. So we're, we're working on a lot of great things. And, of course, also did some homework in the studio as well. If you guys don't know by now. Uh, I am a graduate uh, student. So, you know, that comes first as well. Trying to get my master's degree uh, in project management. So I have to work on these these kind of things. So I apologize if I wasn't able to give you guys um, uh, the broadcast last night. But rest assured, I am going to give you guys a broadcast later on this week. Uh, we, we've we got a lot. You know, we've got filming. We've got I've got schoolwork. I have Emory work. And also I'll have some some fun work, you know, and it's that fun works not really fun tea, of course going out to dinner with the squad and possibly going to the fair on Sunday. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of things going on guys. I'm sorry that I couldn't give you all that but we got a lot of great things coming up for sure. And uh, we we just got a lot. We were doing a lot of great stuff and I'm so excited for that for sure. Now let's get onto the topics of conversation here today because you guys don't know. Uh, Of course, I like to talk about these related gaming news and I'm, I'm gonna get to the gaming news first. Uh, we do have an elephant in a room as well. But let's get to the, the, the fun stuff, the fun part where you guys click on this episode. Of course, later on today, around 4 o'clock, by the time you're seeing this podcast, I think we're going to have it already edited and already out. And the, the trailer probably is going to be already out. The Nintendo Direct will already be out. Um, But I wanted to talk about the Super Mario movie, of course, that's getting ready to come out again. I'm going to give you guys just my my take based off the poster that they they published. Um, I can't give you guys my reaction quite just yet because I haven't seen it yet but by the time you're 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 watching the the video and watching the uh watching uh the trailer and everything that's when I will give my my whole uh, opinion of course the untitled Mario movie again by the time you're seeing it they're probably going to give it a title already but of course the cast members Chris Pratt to play Mario a lot of people are very skeptical about his voice working, and this is just me being the, the person in the past, because I'm probably gonna rejudge my statement later on today. Chris Pratt to play Mario, Charlie Day to play Luigi, Jack Black to play Bowser, and Seth Rogan to play Donkey Kong, of course, with Anya Taylor Joy to play Princess Uh Peach, and then we've got Keegan Michael K to play to play Toad. So I am so, this cast is a little weird to me, and it's not weird in a bad way, but it's just a little, I don't know, like, and this is, again, this is me saying from the, this is the past, Kennedy, by the time you're hearing the podcast, it's probably going to be already out, but we wanted to take a look at the, the poster for sure, because it looks like a lot of people are excited with how the way this looks. Um, I'm excited to see how this looks again, when the trailers come out later today to see how the characters are going to reform, uh, T me and T guys, we, we joked about this because we saw this all over Twitter where, where a lot of people are just hunching about Mario, not having an ass like, uh, RGT, RGT 85. He said, uh, he got pancake ass, is what it, what he said. It was so funny. But if you really look at the trailer, look at the poster, guys. You know, he's standing up. He's ready. And, of course, Toad is guiding him up to the castle. And Mario's looking up at the, the castle. He's like, yeah, I'm the new man in town. But then you got no ass at the at head. <laughs> because he's looking up at it. So, I I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, a lot of people got on Twitter. A lot of people got on Twitter and they were just joking about that for sure. It looks good, though, right? It does look good. Again, this is me from the past because the trailer is probably already out. Uh, My time here in the podcast, maybe, I don't know. But the poster looks good. It looks good. It looks like they put some work into this. Now, I'm very interested to see what happens to uh, what's going to happen throughout the movie. Now, the movie is set to release uh, April 23rd uh, 2023 so it'll be out next year um but you know with the nintendo directs uh announcement we're going to be able to see it um it's it's interesting a lot of people are interested about this movie and we have to and people they let people know right monica they let people know we're not gonna at this nintendo direct we're just using the name there's not gonna be no game footage there's not gonna be no game announcement from nintendo direct this is solely for the movie and maybe i'm hoping that they will have some people talk about the movie because if they just do a nintendo direct and they just show the trailer say bye you might as well just you could have just uploaded that on youtube right there's no need to go out and do a whole nintendo direct when when you're just showing the trailer and then that's it. You know, it's kind of a waste of time. You could just upload it. Um, but I'm pretty sure if they're doing a Nintendo direct, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be able to talk about the movie, talk about the development of the movie, uh, probably do behind the scenes of the movie, maybe. So, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens for sure. Uh, again, this is Kennedy from the past saying this by the time you're hearing the podcast, she's probably going to be already out. And of course I'm going to give my full blown review, uh, for sure, maybe, me, hey team, if we come back for KLP double take, we might be able to do like a double take video uh, separately on YouTube, which I think that might be a, a better idea. Uh, do a KLP double take about how we uh, do this movie, and probably do a compare contrast from the older Super Mario uh, movies. So, again, excited for sure. You know, this is uh, Nintendo's following the train. Of course, we, the first person to really do the video game or to really make millions or so I, so I think, to make a lot of money from the video game franchise is Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 did really, really well in the box office. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen uh, within this movie that's uh, projected to come out next year, guys. Please comment below what you guys think about that trailer. Um, by the time you're seeing, here in the podcast and everything, it's probably going to be already out um, for sure. So next, let's move on to what we call... <laughs> The elephant of the room, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, if you guys don't know about by it by it, now, of course it is a segment we do on the show where we do uh, the elephant of the room, and we we talked about all the bad thing that's going on. Of course, this goes out. The elephant in the room goes out to Miss Terry Jones. She's a fifty nine year old Florida woman from uh, Florida, Fl- uh, Fort Myers, to be exact. Now we all know, we all know that Hurricane Ian came through Fort Myers and they blew a lot of things away, like. I, I get it. And I'm still praying for a lot of people who live in Florida because a lot of people lost their their homes, you know, during Hurricane Ian, a lot of people lost a lot of stuff. So my, my condolences and, and my prayers go out to people who have because it's hard when you when you lose something that valuable, it's hard to get that back, even though you might pay a lot of money in insurance. Sometimes insurance don't really mean much, right? It doesn't really mean much when it comes down to it. Um. So, of course, it's uh. 40, uh 59 florida woman terry jones of course uh she was in line to get gas now obviously in florida there's a lot of people there was a lot of lines there's been speculation that somebody waited six hours to get gas right so it's a it's a lot you know it's a lot of time waiting just to fill up your car you know you might as well turn your car off and just wait because a lot of people right now in florida they don't don't have a whole lot of stuff and yes they have to wait a long line to get gas and gas is expensive too so it it shows you a lot of what's going on in our economy today but the gas lines were too long and it was frustrating to her and what she did there was another car filled with two women um they were trying to make a u-turn to find another gas station they weren't trying to skip the line they weren't trying to cut the line but what terry jones did ladies and gentlemen she pulls up to the car Aims a gun at these two women because she they she thought that they were trying to skip the line. Isn't that the craziest thing, T? That she thought that she they were trying to cut the line and to get gas quicker. And all they were trying to do is make a U turn because it, you're in a line, right? It's you're in Florida. And you just witnessed hurricane in. So a lot of people are frustrated. A lot of people are angry, right? When people are mad and angry at something, we we, as humans, we tend to not think. We tend to not think about anything else because all we see is red, right? I'm working on it, working on it personally by myself because, you know, when I was a little bit younger, back in the day, when I'm mad, all I saw was red and I I wasn't thinking clearly but now I'm working on it let me tell you meditation guys and therapy does help with that when you're angry you be angry but then you, you 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 tend to stay you tend to stay focused so that's what Terry Jones didn't do she all she saw was red right because she's frustrated number one hurricane blew people's homes away number two a lot of people are waiting six seven hours just to fill up their car right so yeah she's frustrated so she pulls a gun on these two women. And of course, now she got charged with uh, a, a deadly weapon uh, with the attempt to not kill. Right. And Charlemagne, the God said, and this is you where know, we're getting this from. But Charlemagne, the guy did say that, hey, like he never heard of that. I've never heard of that either. I never heard of somebody saying uh, attempt to not kill. But I'm gonna point my gun at you, but I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not going to really kill you. But she ended up getting uh, arrested for that. Now she has some charges on her because uh, she couldn't wait for gas. Guys, I get it. Um, when you're frustrated about something, don't see red, you know, like don't, don't not think about your future. Don't think about, think about what you want to do later on. And, and she's 59. So she's probably, I mean, if you live in Florida, you know, kudos to you, but all Miss Terry Jones saw was red and now she was just going out to get some gas and now she's getting arrested. Now she has a charge with a with a deadly weapon because you thought that somebody was going to try to cut the line and skip the line. People do that, though. Right. Not just in Florida, but in Georgia, too. Right. A lot of people went. a lot of people skip the lines and um in driving and some people ran the red light some people i saw a big truck on my way here a truck ran the stop sign just ran it he was not planning on stopping it's just like dang, this is and it's georgia guys right and we all know that they're getting ready to work on 285 for eight months so that's also going to slow us down in traffic but terry jones you are the biggest elephant of the room for today's show <laughs> let me get in another one yeah so again, it's one of those things that it it does happen, guys, and you know, hey, uh, speaking more of hip hop news, of course, Atlanta rappers are getting into politics, and it's not sitting well with everyone. Let me tell you, and I wanted to talk about this because we are we we are a gaming channel, but we're a hip hop channel as well um. It's always a good idea to step away from politics when it comes to rappers and their songs. Now, as you guys know, I'm an artist. This is a segue here, uh, T and Monica, of course, guys. We did announce our my next full album to come out October 24th, Temptation. That is an R&B album. It's gonna be out everywhere. Title: Spotify, Apple Music, of course, Tencent Music Entertainment, Shazam, Seven Digital, and of course with iHeartRadio and Pandora and Spotify as well. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that album to come out. That's a full album from me, Swanky Records, and IMG. Um, but when I make music, I, I stay away from the politics side of things. Now I know there's about two songs in my catalog that I add a little bit of politics into it. But we try to step away from politics, right? You know, because when a rapper and they're I get I think they're fighting against that right now in, in court, there's a lot of rappers that use uh, politics. They, they use what they say to heart in their songs and then they use they um prosecutors use it against them so um it's kind of the same reference here you know atlanta rappers are getting into politics i'd say to every rapper who are dabbling into you know rapping if you're an r&b artist like myself or you're a edm artist or any type of artist in the form of in the music industry stay away from politics because it could offend a lot of people now here's a uh, here's a quote here for generations atlanta uh, the birthplace of civil rights movement has served as a black mecca a beacon of progress and potential for black americans looking for more of course more money more opportunities more house of course black politicians excuse me black politicians play hardball with the white power brokers in the 70s 80s and even the 90s making sure african americans got a piece of the financial pie from the city's contracts to the airport's makeover in the 1996 olympics that was here in atlanta the fact of uh, poli- uh, political power in Atlanta is undisputedly black, middle class, college educated, largely middle of the road. But black, of course, today, the face of political power is this heavily, heavily blue city is still black, of course, but democratic. Uh, but now as the explosion of entertainment industry explosion excuse me of the entertainment industry turns to the city into the south southern hollywood which is true i like that statement because we are southern hollywood atlanta is the place to go um it's atlanta new york and california right it, those are the the main places that you got to go if you're trying to find entertainment atlanta is known for southern hollywood because number one it is cheaper to film here and number two there's a lot of opportunities here right i'm not trying to sell Atlanta to a lot of people because I don't want more people moving to Atlanta because we full, right 285 and 20 and 85 traffic we're, we're full we don't have any more room for any newcomers but it is true city of Atlanta is the city of opportunity and new and some would uh, say unlikely from the black political power is emerging here hip-hop moguls of course Ludacris partnered with former mayor Kasim Reed to bring the hit Broadway musical Philip to the city. Of course, Killer Mike, uh, he's one half of Run the Jewels. I like them. They're a dynamic duo. And T.I., we all know about T.I. Sat uh, on the transition team uh, from former, uh, uh, former Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of former Mayor Keisha Bottoms. I think she's a little bit messy. But I can say that now because, I mean, again, she's not the mayor of Atlanta. It's Andre Dickens, who's now the mayor. I just haven't been a fan of Mayor ex-mayor Keisha Bottoms. I honestly think she's just tremendously messy, in my opinion. Um, But whatever. 2 Chain showed up in the recent city council meeting, along with Killer Mike, to rail against proposed legislation that will shut down business with too many outbreaks of violence. Of course, the city of Atlanta is where the titans of hip-hop grew up, cut their creative teeth, and got rich. Of course, got... I uh, got in one sense So in one sense, excuse me, this is the long overdue flaunting of black political power by black tycoons. Of course, T.I. Ludacris and Killer Mike with the like are simply doing what white moguls have done for centuries in this country using their money and their might to influence City Hall. I like it when hip hop artists do use their money for the greater good. I think we need more of that. I know a lot of people don't really don't really a lot of people a lot of hip-hop artists don't use their money for the greater good they use it for some good so they can a get a tax write-off or b to make them look good but then you got moguls that really want to give out and really want to help the community um i'm always going to be afraid of artists to dabble in political views though because it is a messy situation it's a hard sticky sticky topic of conversation that people are going to kind of either be for you about or they're going to be against you about. So you have to be careful about how you use your political gain if you are a hip-hop artist. Uh, I remember in 2020, back when Keisha... Bonds was still mayor, and then Killer Mike made an outreach. He was on the news, and he was talking about you know things he want to see change in our greater city of Atlanta, and he's working towards that goal. I still think we've got a long way to go, though. T. I don't think that we're done. I don't think that we're done with a whole lot of trying to change, uh, downgrade the violence here in Atlanta. Now. We do have violence in Atlanta Depending on where you're at in Atlanta You do have violence in Atlanta Not to say, not to trash on Atlanta Because I love Atlanta I mean, you got violence in New York You got violence in Chicago You got even got violence in California But we have to make sure Since I'm an Atlanta native uh, And a Georgian You have to make sure that we That we give back to the community That we stop the violence of Atlanta Because it, believe it or not, Atlanta We black city, right? We, we black you know here in atlanta southern hospitality we gonna get it in so it's quite interesting to see that these viewers for uh these uh these hip-hop artists hip-hop moguls because they're doing some great things again killer mike is one of the one rapper that i could or one artist excuse me that i've seen done some change right is killer mike from from the jewels because he's from atlanta obviously and he's doing his thing for sure so atlanta city of opportunity but again dabbling into politics it is a sticky 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 situation um but you know it is what people are doing moving next of course back into the gaming news of course brazilian regulators approved microsoft proposal for activision blizzard deal okay so we're we, we gonna talk about it monica because you know we, you wanted you wanted us to talk about it because we like to talk about the business news here for sure but like this is what happened on Wednesday. So that was yesterday. On Wednesday, the country's Administrator Council of Economic Defense, Cade, in abbreviation, said it had it had approved the merger with no restrictions. Considering the huge popularity of Call of Duty, is it is reasonable to infer that Activision Blizzard games will no longer be available on Sony consoles. PlayStation users could decide to migrate to Xbox or even PC. Now, before I read more of that, Because I know Jim Ryan, if you guys don't know who Jim Ryan is, he is the CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, primarily the PlayStation uh, uh, area. I think even though it is sad because I mean obviously I have both right Xbox and PlayStation now the latest up the latest new console I've been playing is my PlayStation 5 um so I understand for us Call of Duty Duty players we're gonna get upset when we're when we won't be able to play Call of Duty on our Playstations for very long I get it but I also think and a lot of YouTubers can say hey Maybe this is a opportunity for Sony to stop making these remasters and these remakes and put their money into a new IP. Let's have it to where it's competing against Call of Duty, right? This is Sony could do it. Sony could pull it off. You may not be able to call it um, Call of Duty. Maybe they could buy, uh, I, mean, I, I don't know about this one, but maybe they could buy EA and Frostbite, right? I think Frostbite or the companies that make the Battlefield games buy Battlefield, right? If if Xbox goes to to I'm sorry, if if Call of Duty go to Xbox, Sony could say, "Okay, EA and Frostbite, I think they they make Battlefield, I'm not too sure. We want to buy Battlefield. We want to buy your whole licensing for Battlefield so that way we could compete with Call of Duty." Sony has that opportunity. Now, I love Battlefield as well. I haven't liked their recent set for Battlefield 5. That one was pretty good. Battlefield 2042, it sucked, right? This is an opportunity where Sony can revamp the Battlefield series and have that be their IP to compete with Call of Duty. It's a no-brainer. That's what you have to do. Um and then it just that really depends on EA if they want it and they might want to stay independent who knows um but this is a chance for call for PlayStation to make different IPs and they're they're sitting there and I get it Call of Duty's huge right Call of Duty it and Blizzard they're they're huge and I understand that but if regulators are not having restrictions for Microsoft to buy it hey they're gonna sell to the highest bidder. That's $70 billion. They ain't going to pass that up. I wouldn't pass that up. So this is a chance for Sony to make another new IP. Make something different. Make a new IP that we've never seen before. We've seen Call of Duty for 20 years now. Let's see something else from PlayStation. Make a different IP. That's all PlayStation has to do. But they're so, they gun gone home about that. PlayStation users, again, could decide to migrate to Xbox or even PC to continue having access to the franchise games. Part of Cade's summary reads, of course, here's a quote from the Cade. They say, on the other hand, it's it's also reasonable to assume that if upcoming Call of Duty games become exclusive to Microsoft ecosystems, players loyal to the PlayStation brand could simply abandon this series, migrating their demands to other games available on their favorite console. Again, what I just said if for some reason they say no Call of Duty on PlayStation, okay. And I, I just I just had an epiphany there, Monica. Let's say if the next Call of Duty game comes out, next Call of Duty comes out for Xbox, and they say, yep, this game, this next Call of Duty game is not coming for PlayStation 5. I'm not gonna go and buy a whole nother new, brand new, spanking new system, being the Xbox Series X just to play Call of Duty. I'm not going to do it now. Have I done something like that? Yes. In 2018, I know I'm super late to that game. I didn't have a PlayStation 4, right? But when Spider-Man came out, I bought the whole PlayStation 4 console just to play Spider-Man. And then obviously I started, I mean, and I played PlayStation 4 games before that, but I was on Xbox from 2016 to 18. I was solely playing Xbox at that time. But then when Spider-Man came out and it was exclusive, then I bought my PlayStation 4. Uh, to just to play spider-man so it is true players are not going to and right now in this economy where things are expensive no i'm not going to buy a whole nother brand spanking new 600 dollars console just to play that one game right and i might pick up more games for it but i'm just not going to do that so this is a chance like i said guys this is a chance i think for sony to for if, if it's if they call it quits make a new ip make something new of course, it, it continues. Despite this, cannot rule out the possibility of that Microsoft may deem potential p- profitable to adapt an exclusive strategy on Activision Blizzard games. Um... Even uh, even if a decision in this direction could result in sacrifice of the relevant part of sales users and even Call of Duty popularity. Of course, the gay the cade verdict goes to the state that it depends exclusively content has been very important for competition in the console market. Of course, one of the main factors reasonable or excuse me, factors responsible for PlayStation and Nintendo's position as market leaders of course is another quote here exclusive games are a benchmark of competition between microsoft and sony interactive entertainment although no company has uh no company has so far developed or acquired an exclusive game that has uh decisively shifted the balance in favor of that console of course this is because the proprietary exclusive games are less popular and represent less revenue than AAA third party games which uh until then are available on xbox and playstation again uh we're gonna follow close with this this uh acquisition i i think microsoft's gonna get it though right because the 70 billion dollars if the first regulators uh, first regulator says yeah we approve we got no we have no reasonable doubt then microsoft might get it i truly think this is an opportunity for sony to develop newer uh newer concepts newer ip because that's that's what we need right that's exactly what we need in this environment and they're so gung-ho about they're so gong ho about Call of Duty, and I love Call of Duty too. But maybe it's time to pack it up. Maybe it's time to develop something else. Again, like I say, maybe it's time for them to buy Battlefield, uh, EA, and, and Frostbite, and see can we make a competition for Call of Duty? That's all it is. Make it, a, make a competitor because they can, and they know they can. I don't know. It's crazy. Moving on, uh, next and our final topic of conversation here today. We gotta talk about a little bit about them sports. Of course, we gotta talk about the NFL because that is the current sport that is going on right now, outside with you know basketball and volleyball. We've got we've got so much things we gotta talk about when it comes to sports, of course, but we gotta talk about them jet and them giants and them packers. Of course, the Giants show positive signs pointing to Daniel Jones playing versus the Packers, of course positive signs reporting to the New York Giants having their starting quarterback Daniel Jones available on Sunday's London game against the Green Bay Packers of course Brian Lewick the quarterback that was on standby after working out for the Giants on Tuesday has been sent home per the athlete of course the Giant worked out for a few uh the Giants worked out for a few quarterbacks but no signing took place which shows the optimism surrounding Jones of course he was also seen running around well during practice on Wednesday as he injured his ankle didn't his injured ankle didn't seem to be a bother to him of course Jones had his ankle twisted underneath a tackler on Sunday's win over the Chicago Bears that looked painful too because I think I think I might have saw that too uh, And that looked very painful because that's been all over Twitter as well. Of course, moving on, of course, uh, speaking to reporters after practice, Jones noted that he feels good and his status is still up in the air. That's got to be kind of a kind of a scary thing a little bit when you when you don't know you feel good, but you don't know how it's going to turn out at the end of it. It's a scary kind of concept for sure. It's a scary concept for sure, to say the least. Um, but he has some signs. He has some signs that he's feeling feeling better. Uh, of course, this was a a, a quote here. Uh, it's early in the week, so I'm just trying to do everything I can day by day to get back there. Of course, that's a quote from Daniel Jones. Like I said. This is a quote for him. Like I said, I feel I'm feeling good and I feel a lot better today. He added on, of course, Jones was also seen wearing a slightly different uh, cleat. that seemed to give better ankle support. He said that he wore them last season, but admitted that they do offer better support than the other ones he wore so far this year. Hey, if it offers you better support, where would where what offers you better, better support? Of course. Now, this is a, a video, a Twitter video. Let's see if we can get that pulled up for sure. This is a Twitter video. Uh, that was coming from Charlotte Corell. of course. She is a uh, marketer. She's a, a Twitter handler, of course. Daniel Jones went through all the media viewing proportions for today's practice, but did both individual staff team drills. He's moving as well. So let's see if we can. Let's get that one more time. Yeah, he's looking like he's he's looking like he's moving right at practice. So maybe, hey. Maybe he's ready. Of course, uh, Jones, uh, Jones running ability is that is what makes him him a dual threat to for the Giants. He scored two touchdowns using his legs against the Bears in the first half of the propelling uh, them to victory, of course, while being the third in the NFL with 193 rushing uh, yards for sure. So it looks like he's in great shape. Can't wait to see what he does later on, for sure, when we get ready for uh, the Giants versus the uh, Packers, for sure, of course. Very, very excited for that, for sure. The Giants are off to a hot start, 3-1 and one with their first four games. But the schedule gets tougher from them, of course, first with the Packers. And then next after that with the Baltimore Ravens when they return uh, to the state. So excited. Very, very excited for sure. We'll see what they do later on. Let's see what they're going to bring out to the table when it comes down to Daniel Jones's ankle for sure for the New York Giants on NFL Network. So we're going to see what happens later on for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching our video version of the podcast on YouTube at KLP Entertainment, please remember to hit that bell notification so that way you guys don't miss when we upload our next content. And of course, if you're listening on major audio platforms, thank you so very much. We appreciate you guys' support and just the viewership has been amazing. So let's keep that coming. Let's keep that rolling for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here. KLP Aftermath. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace. We're, we're, we're about to take it. Bye, bye bye You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. ALB Aftermath. We shut down the studio. You're rocking with the belly. This is ludicrous. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is a big shine. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. it's Jay Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. Get inspired Monday and Friday right here on your favorite inspirational show. And don't forget about that Friday praise break. Get inspired through encouraging words, special guests, and the inspirational moment where you, the listener, get a chance to be on air. I know you're gonna dig this. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Come on, that's right. oh, oh, this is Drake. This is Tiger Young Money's Home. It's your boy, Wes Khalifa Man. This is Big Sean. Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. This is Jay Z. Yeah. The hottest DJ. Mixing the beats. Be- 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 beats. Beats, beats, beats. Swanky 94.6 The Heat. With your host, Kennedy Lewis. We're Lee shutting West. it down in the studio. <laughs> Mixing, 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 mixing the piece. The Heat, 94.6 radio Station. (laughs) Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so.